0: well hello 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 everybody welcome to your february 22nd i'm amanda barker
1: and i'm marco tempano
0: and this is born on this day today is actually in the u.s national california day february 22nd for whatever reason recognizes the glory the bounty The fun that is the state of California.
1: From north to south, very
0: diverse, Amanda. The NorCal versus the SoCal. Are you more of a NorCal or more of a SoCal?
1: I think I'm more of a NorCal.
0: Oh, interesting. Interesting. You know, the Bay Area, San Francisco, they consider themselves NorCal, but... uh, Really, it's more like mid-Cal, isn't it? Right. <laughs> I have a commercial on in only that plays only in NorCal right oh. now, and I'm very thankful for that commercial. Okay,
1: well, that's great. <laughs> for AAA. So if you're in NorCal and you catch the AAA commercial, Amanda's in it. <laughs>
0: And hello to all of our friends, most of whom actually live in SoCal. There you go. (laughs) In the LA area. And Santa Clarita, to be precise. Hopefully soon. Well, if you were born on today, of course, you are a Pisces. We are in Pisces. We joined Pisces a a day or two ago. Splish, splash. Uh Uh-huh. Your personality is defined by your intuition, your selflessness, and your imagination. You have a natural connection to the emotions of others, which explains your ability to sense when others are upset or troubled.
1: Well, Amanda, talking about California, let's listen to our first celebrant. Thomas Jane dropped out of high school to move to Los Angeles and pursue an acting career, landing his first role in a Bollywood film in 1987 before getting roles in Buffy the Vampire Slayer and the Crow sequel. He gained notice with his role as Todd Parker in Boogie Nights which led to leads in the velocity of Gary, Deep Blue Sea, and Molly. Hmm. Later, appearing in Dream, Cap- Dream Catcher and The Punisher. In 2009, he took on the lead of the HBO series Hung, for which he was nominated for three Golden Globe awards. More recently, he was on The Expanse, which is filmed here in Toronto, and the films The Predator, or yeah, The Predator, Before I Wake, and Money Plane. That money plane gets mentioned quite a bit. Oh, yeah, wow. I, I wonder if we should watch that. Nah. Okay, well, he was born on this day <laughs> in Baltimore, Maryland in 1969.
0: Well, I've always felt a kinship with our next celebrant, and one of the highlights of my life was uh, for a short period of time being told when I was a teacher in Korea by one of my Korean students that I looked uh, astoundingly like her. It's not true, but maybe for a hot brief second I did, and I I was really excited about that. Um, Anyway, Drew Barrymore is often cited as a sad cliche of child stardom, starring in the mega hit E.T. when she was just six, and uh, just an aside about that, uh, Henry Thomas, I think was his name, who was the lead, said that he had never done a movie before, or he had done one little movie in Texas um, that was just a fun summer project where he was on set for a few days. And then suddenly he lands E.T. and Drew Barrymore was like, well, how many movies have you been in? And she was like, you know, at six going, oh, you poor thing. I've been in five. Like she was already um, quite groomed. Sure. Uh, She followed it with the thriller Firestarter, which was uh, every time I blow blow dried my hair and every girl our age, we all tried to look like Firestarter. And the comedy Irreconcilable Differences, for which she was nominated for a Golden Globe Award. Unfortunately, she uh, she went to Studio 54 a whole lot as a child, which I don't know how that was even legal, but she was in rehab by the time she was 13, and she was living on her own by the time she was 15. Then she overcame drug and alcohol abuse, successfully petitioned juvenile court for the emancipation from her mother, and slowly, painfully, and carefully made her way back to success Notoriety in Poison Ivy and another Golden Globe nomination for Gun Crazy were followed by the horror classic Scream. So brilliant because they kill her off right at the beginning. Spoiler. Yeah, it's it was a brilliant move on Wes Craven's part and the romantic fantasy ever after. And then she starred and produced the successful comedy Never Been Kissed and the hit action film Charlie's Angels, which is when she really started to... Um, Become a major player. Yeah, become a force because she started. She realized she had to do it. She had to produce. In two thousand and nine, she won a Golden Globe for playing Little Edie Beale in Great Gardens. I forgot she was Little Edie. Oh, I forgot she was Little Edie. Um, and More recently, she was on the Netflix series Santa Clarita Diet, which we were just talking about, Santa That's Clarita. Right. We, certainly were. Um, we have friends uh, putting offers on homes right now, today, in fact, on, in Santa Clarita, and released her autobiography, Little Girl Lost, in 1991, and another sort of autobiography that Bill and I have talked about, Wildflower, in 2015. She does a lot of screaming into the mic on that one. So, you know, keep your hand on that dial if you do listen to it. She was born on this day in Culver City, California, in 1970. 75. Oh,
1: wow. Mm -hmm. Well, comedian Eliza Schlesinger is known for her shocking no-take prisoners, she often tells the most provocative jokes on Comedy Central roasts and in her own five comedy specials for Netflix. She was the 2008 winner of NBC's Last Comic Standing and hosted the syndicated dating show Excused and the TBS game show Separation Anxiety. In 2020, she premiered in the Eliza Schlesinger sketch show on Netflix and had small roles in the drama Pieces of a woman, and she was born on this day in Manhattan in 1983.
0: Well, I was once compared to Drew Barrymore, and you were once compared to this next celebrant. Kyle McLaughlin was described by Rolling Stone magazine as the boy next door if that boy spent lots of time alone in the basement. Hilarious, the University of Washington graduate made his film debut in David Lynch's adaptation of Dune in 1984. Then with his role in Lynch's masterpiece Blue Velvet solidified himself as the alter ego for the king of unsettling mood films. Roles followed in The Doors, The Hidden, he won a Golden Globe for Lynch's series Twin Peaks, Loved a Minute. Later he appeared in the disastrous Showgirls and was a recurring guest on Sex and the City as Charlotte's first husband,
1: okay, Trey. He
0: came after the rabbi. Right, right. And, uh, of course, he was uh, kind of a slave to his mother, Bunny. But he was all the things Charlotte thought she wanted. He showed his lighter side as Cary Grant in the romantic comedy Touch of Pink and on the sketch series Portlandia. He was the mayor, and I loved him. co-starred on Desperate Housewives and uh, returned to twin peaks in 2017. last year he was in the film tesla and the show atlantic crossing and he was born on this day in yakima washington in 1959.
1: julie walters listened to her mother and began nursing school until she could no longer deny how much she wanted to study acting she made her debut on the london stage in the mid-70s befriending writer victoria wood with whom she would later create the series Woods and Walters, and Dinner Ladies. In 1983, she received an Oscar nomination for her performance in Educating Rita, followed it with a number of roles on television and film before enjoying a resurgence in global popularity with her second Oscar nomination for Billy Elliot and being cast as Mrs. Weasley in the Harry Potter films. Since then, she has starred in Mamma Mia!, Driving Lessons, Paddington, Brooklyn, and Mary Poppins Returns. She was born on this day in Edgbaston. Is that right? Edgbaston? Probably. Yep, sure, England in 1950.
0: I mean, it looks like Ed Edgebaston, so it's probably pronounced Egobaston. Sure, sure. <laughs> Miko Hughes is the youngest person who was ever interviewed on Johnny Carson, and prior to him, I believe it was Drew Barrymore, actually, at the age of four, appearing on the show after his scenes in Kindergarten Cop made him a child star. He had already been in show business for a year, making his debut the previous year in Pet Cemetery. following his breakout success with roles in Jack the Bear, Cops, and Roberson's, and a full stint on Full House, playing Tom Hanks' son as well in Apollo 13. He had a lead in Mercury Rising with Bruce Willis and continued to work through to adulthood, appearing in Tropic Thunder and The Untold Story. He is the son of writer-director John Hughes. Didn't realize oh, that. I didn't know that either. He was born on this day in Apple Valley, California in 1986.
1: Well, James Hong is a popular character best known for his roles in Blade Runner, Big Trouble in Little China, Airplane, and as the maitre d' at the Chinese restaurant on an episode of Seinfeld. Hmm. He helped to establish the East-West Players, the longest continuously running theater of color in the United States, to increase Asian-American representation in the industry, and performed the voices of Mr. Ping in Kung Fu Panda and Chi Fu in Mulan. The combination of television, film, and video game work on his resume amounts to 440 credits on his IMDb page, most recently appearing in Beast Mode and as the voice of the animated film uh, Abominable. I can't say that. Abominable? Uh, abominable. Abo- abominable. <laughs>
0: That's a hard one. It Once is. you get in your head about it, then yeah. you're done.
1: Uh, he was born on the stain, Minnesota, Min- uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota in 1929.
0: Ellen Green has had a career as a cabaret singer, stage actress, and film star, most famously reprising her role in the Broadway play Little Shop of Horrors in the 1986 film version. She began uh, her career as a nightclub singer before roles on Broadway and at the public theater in Joseph Papp Productions. We talked about the old Joseph Papp in his productions. She made her film debut in Paul Merzurski's Next Stop, Greenwich Village, later appeared in Talk Radio, Stepping Out, The Professional, and in the 2003 Thriller, The Cooler. Remember that one? Yeah, I do. Um, In 2000, I think uh, Alec Baldwin was nominated for it, wasn't he? Um, So
1: was... uh... It wasn't Felicity Huff, Huffman's... Uh... Husband? William H. Mason? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was the cooler. Yeah.
0: He would just show up, and his energy would make people lose. Yeah. It's a great idea. In 2007, she was on a season of Pushing Daisies, had a short stint on The Young and the Restless in 2009, was in the film The Untold Story, and she was born today in Brooklyn in 1951.
1: Well, Rachel Dratch is most famous for her seven years on Saturday Night Live, during which she presented the world to her unforgettable character debbie downer as well as her main celebrity uh like her many i should say celebrity impressions amanda she studied improv at the second city and improv olympic before landing snl later landing guest spots on the king of queens 30 rock appeared in the films click and i now pronounce you chuck and larry In 2012, she published her autobiography, Girl Walks Into a Bar. I think you read that right. And she was born on this day in Lexington, Massachusetts in 1966.
0: I didn't read that. I actually would like to read that. Um, And I do know that she and Amy Poehler, since they're both from Massachusetts and they're from towns really close to each other, they they often banter (laughs) like they're in high school. Jonathan Demme distinguished himself as a filmmaker with his many music documentaries and his genuine, generous, and genuinely humane feature films. Beginning his career under Roger Corman's guidance, he made his debut with the woman-in-prison feature Caged Heat, then broke into admired critical circles with his Oscar-winning Melvin and Howard in 1980. Highlights of the 80s included Swing Shift, Something Wild, and Married to the Mob. Then, in 1991, had his greatest success with the classic thriller The Silence of the Lambs, for which he won an Oscar for Best Director. He followed it with Philadelphia, Beloved, Rachel Getting Married, and made the documentaries Swimming to Cambodia, Neil Young, Heart of Gold, and directed many music videos throughout his career. His last feature was the 2015 Meryl Streep film Ricky and the Flash, released two years before his death at the age of 73. I didn't realize he died. That's sad. He was born on this day in Long Island, New York in 1944.
1: Luis Buñuel was referred to by Alfred Hitchcock as the greatest filmmaker Period. Mm. He received a strict Jesuit education with uh, contributions uh, contributed to his Catholic obsessions that he later combined with his surreal imagination in his films, Amanda. Mm -hmm. His friends at university in Madrid included Federico García Lorca and Salvador Dali, who uh, were his friends, those who were included, Amanda, Mm -hmm. and who helped him uh, make his debut short film Un Un Cien Andaluz. He later escaped the Spanish Civil War and broke out as a filmmaker in Mexico with Los Olvidados Olivi- and El Adventures of Robinson Crusoe and Nazarene. Back in Spain, he made Viridiana. No, that's wrong. Viridi- Viridi-
0: Viridiana. Nice. Veridiana,
1: Viridiana, which won him the Pont d'or at Cannes, and the uh, exterminating angel. Then in France, made Diary of a Chambermaid. That one gets mentioned all the time. Amanda, Belle de Jour, and the Discreet Charm of the Bourgeoisie. He won an Oscar for Best Foreign Language Film. He made his final film, The Obscure Object of Desire, in 1977. And he was born on this day in Calanda, Spain in 1900 and died in 1983 at the age of 83.
0: John Mills began his career in music halls as a chorus boy in the late 20s, then advanced to bigger roles in musicals and plays after being discovered by Noel Coward. He began appearing in low-budget British films in the early 30s, before his role in Cowards, In Which We Serve, made him a household name, followed by his performance in This Happy Breed, Waterloo Road, and as Pip in David Lean's version of Great Expectations. He co-starred with Audrey Hepburn in War and Peace, had a role in Tunes of Glory with Alec Guinness, and in 1970 won an oscar for best supporting actor in ryan's daughter he continued to act until the end of his life appearing in the madonna comedy who's that girl and made his my personal favorite m- movie album of hers believe it or not
1: oh is that your favorite i album really, really love yeah really there's
0: some because <laughs> i listened to it non-stop on a trip to orlando when i was 12 i see anyway and My Yellow Walkman. Um, and he made his last appearance in Stephen Fry's Bright Young Things in 2003, two years before his death at the age of 97.
1: Tender. He indeed. was the
0: father of actress Juliet Mills and Hayley Mills, with whom he co-starred in the film The Chalk Garden. And he was born on this day in Norfolk, England in 1908.
1: Leah Salonga is best known for her roles in musical theater, Amanda. I love her primarily when she originated the lead role of Miss Saigon, for which she won the uh, Olivier Award and the Theatre World Award and became the first Asian woman to win a Tony. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. She was the first Filipino artist to sign with an international record label when she was taken on by Atlantic Records in 1993. She played... Eponine, is that how you say it, Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm glad I got that. Uh, and Fantine in Les Miserables. And on film, provided the singing for actors voicing um, Jasmine in Aladdin. So she was the s- singer, yep. not the voice of Jasmine. Yeah. Correct? Can I, I, I believe, right? yes. Okay, okay. And Fa Mulan in, and I guess she was also the voice of uh, Fa in Mulan in 1998. The animated In the animated, yeah. yeah. Okay. And in 2002, she appeared on Broadway in Flower Drum Song.
0: I can't believe that went back to Broadway, but anyway. Why is that? It's uh, not appropriate. Oh, is it? I don't think. Yeah. Maybe it is. Maybe Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Maybe they revamped it. Maybe they did.
1: Who knows? Well, in 2006, she was on an episode of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, and in 2009 was in the film Yellow Rose. Her voice is featured on 12 cast recording albums, and she has put out... 11 solo albums. Wow. Her most recent was in 2017, and Amanda, she was born on this day in Manila, the Philippines, in 1971. Well, oh, she's older than I thought she was. I
0: sang so many of the things. Well, she was. you got to think, because I would have been 15, and I was... Belting out, and she was already on Broadway at that point,
1: singing Miss Saigon.
0: Yeah, yeah, Miss Saigon was her. They found her in the Philippines, basically, and um, they they I used to watch a video like a making of Miss Saigon, okay. and they went and auditioned all over the world, and uh, you know, she, they, yeah, it was. All, I mean, back then they were just like, oh, she's Asian, perfect, you know, right, even though right. she was being playing Vietnamese, but at least it was close by, I guess. Anyway, and um, so she uh, and I, she has the voice I wish I had. I do not have. I don't have that kind of mix. I never will, but I love her voice. I love her singing Miss Saigon. I love her as Eponine. Um, I love, I sang Jasmine even. (laughs) Oh, see, I (laughs) sang Yeah, in high school, everything she sang, I sang. So anyway, but I mean, not as well as her. She's amazing. Uh, Sylvette Henri was selling strawberries at her mother's fruit stand when she was discovered by director Romain Boutier, who invited her to come work at his theater Café de la Gare, beginning as a cleaning lady and eventually as an actress alongside Gérard Depardieu and Patrick Dewaere, with whom she began a relationship that lasted a decade and resulted in the birth of her daughter. She went by the stage name Miumiu Mew Mew because other actors found her so shy and quiet. Miumiu Mew Mew. And under that name, she entered French cinema in the films Going Places and The Burned Barns. She won a César in 1917 for La Dérobade, but refused to accept it, stating that she didn't believe in actors competing for awards. But was still nominated seven more times. So very French, including for one of her finest performances in the masterpiece Entre nous by Diane Chris. She also starred in Germinal, The Eighth Day, The Science of Sleep, and last year was in Bellefie. She was born on this day in Paris, France, in nineteen
1: fifty. Mew Mew. Mew
0: Mew Mew. mew. C'est mignon,
1: uh, Marnie Nixon studied singing and opera and began performing with the Hollywood Bowl in the late 40s, and around that time was asked to dub singing voices in movies such as singing Marilyn's High Notes in Gen- *Gentlemen Prefer Blondes. Hmm. Deborah Kerr asked her to have, uh, her singing dubbed by, um, this person, Marnie Nixon. Yeah,
0: Marnie Nixon did a lot of voices, actually. You're really? going to find out. yeah. Yep.
1: For The King and I. So Deborah Kerr wanted Marnie to sing, I guess, her high notes or her, her songs in The King and I. And she I. did, yeah, yeah. And worked closely on set performing numbers together to help make Nixon's dubbing more organic. Natalie Wood in West Side Story and Audrey Hepburn in My Fair Lady had their singing replaced by Nixon's voice against their will. Mm. So I guess they didn't want it to happen and were not happy about it. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Nixon finally got to appear on screen as one of the nuns in The Sound of Music, later taught singing, toured with Liberace and Victor Borg, and performed her own cabaret show in a number of Broadway shows as recently as 2003 in the revival of Nine. In 2006, she published her autobiography. I could have sung all night. And in 2008, toured with a North, North America in My Fair Lady. She survived breast cancer in 1985 and 2000, but died of the disease in 2016 at the age of 86. Aww. She was born on this day in.
0: Altadena, uh, Altadena,
1: California, 1930. Oh, it's so sad. Now I feel badly that I missed her performance. I know. It's I like, kind of oh. like, oh, I would
0: have loved to have seen her because I, obviously, there's another voice I loved and sang. <laughs> um, she was the high, so she did not have a mix. She's sort of the opposite of Leah Salonga, who okay. could sing an alto soprano kind of mezzo. Right. Leah Salonga was like one of the original mezzos, really, I mean, in our current world. But Marnie Nixon was a beautiful soprano. So she, that I could have done all night like that thing that was okay. her and yeah she she i mean natalie wooden west side story those beautiful notes are hers and same with my fair lady sure, yeah sure sure
1: oh wow well there you go well amanda that is today february 22nd wow. enjoy your california day
0: yeah, enjoy California, sing up a storm.
1: Have some California raisins or some almonds. Some
0: almonds, some pistachios. Yum. Pretty much any produce you want.
1: Maybe a milkshake. Maybe maybe um, uh, go on a slip and slide.
0: And celebrate uh, celebrating Drew Barrymore and go watch the Santa Clarita Diet. I heard it's okay. Well,
1: there you go. All right, well, <laughs> we'll catch us tomorrow on more Born on This Day podcast.